And welcome. Welcome to the No Name Yet podcast. That is the podcast with no name. And on the show tonight is my sister's child, my Simkin, the person who didn't like the Dora doll I bought them for Christmas. Spencer Sambry Morin! <laughs> Welcome. Why, thank you. I don't remember the Dora doll. You don't remember the Dora doll? <laughs> I was so proud of that Dora doll. I, uh, I, I bought it at Walmart. And Dora was dressed up in these sequin, this sequin dress, and she was a mermaid. And I forgot what was wrong with her. I think there's something wrong with her her dress. And I brought it back to Walmart, and the woman goes, well, we don't have another one. So I wanted to give you that doll so bad that I just kept the one that wasn't perfect. And uh, you opened it, and blah, 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 blah. And maybe a month or so later, I asked you, well, how do you like the doll? And you said, I don't even know where it is. Oh, my God. That's probably not because I didn't like it. That's probably because I'm extremely disorganized. Baby. And your your mother called me and said, what is wrong with you? Or something like that. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, the the Dora the Dora doll dances like she's a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Mama probably hit it. (laughs) So, yeah, I just had I used to just, uh, well, I probably still would would uh, enjoy it as much, but I I I liked buying dolls Mm -hmm. for uh, young people. And uh, like when I participate in Angel Tree at the church, like I enjoyed buying dolls. Um, but this year uh, I had uh, uh, all boys. Um, not that uh, boys uh, wouldn't uh, accept a doll. It's just that that's not what they were asking for. So, but yeah, that's the Dora story. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I introduced you as my sib kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are non-binary, which uh, I have to hand it to you to be non-binary in a country whose thinking is so binary. Uh, It's got to be tough. It's an experience. (laughs) It's an experience. Okay. Okay. And uh, so I settled on calling you my sib kid, my sibling's kid. And uh, I just wanted to um, read to you the list that I looked up um, and to get your opinion if mine was the best choice. Okay. Okay. Uh, So the first option, according to this list, was Neefling. That's rough. <laughs> uh, I could have called you my Neef. Uh, my Nefis. Combination of nephew, niece. Uh, 
Wow. Uh, my Nifu. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, uh, Chibling, my Chibling, Spencer, or Sibkin. Yeah, you win. <laughs> okay. All right. And, uh, did I, did I, uh, oh yeah. And there's Nibbling too. Mm. Nibbling. Um, you definitely picked a good one. Yeah. Sibkin's the only one that I really, I actually like it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ones made me laugh, and I, you know, I don't want it to be a joke. You yeah. know, okay. You should so, see. The, uh, you should see the list of like girlfriend, boyfriend, like gender neutrals. There's only like three, and they all make you sound like a cowboy. And one of them is even called um, partner from Wyoming. I don't know why that was on the list, but that was like okay. an option. There's nothing. Right. Um, Number one, if you don't mind, I who's sitting around making this stuff up? <laughs> the wrong people. Um, and uh, I maybe making it making this stuff up was the wrong choice of words, but uh, you know, thinking of these, you know, this uh, language adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I listened to a video of the options, the non-binary options for parents. And it was a long list uh, of things that I'm glad that we didn't choose to call my mom and dad. (laughs) So, Hopefully they come up with something better by the time I'm like in my 20s or 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, you know, it it is a challenge, Mm -hmm. you know, especially for, uh, you know, just the they, them, you know, is kind of a challenge. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because, uh, you know, in, in my head, it's plural. Yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking uh, my uh, sib kid is non-binary. Uh, it's not, uh, they don't have multiple personalities. <laughs> <laughs> so we need a new pronoun, Spencer. There are new pronouns. Well, pick one. I, it's I don't not know. They them. I like the they them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, one of these times I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get together with you and I'm not not gonna make any mistakes. <laughs> and then on the last podcast that your mother was on, uh, I thought that uh, both her and I would get it right when we were eighty two. <laughs> that's old <sighs> all right uh so um so th- uh i just wanted to uh you know do a disclaimer um and and you can choose to get off the show if you want to but in the first episode of season three that i made a big announcement uh that i'm the village idiot So everything I've ever believed, uh, all the journalists that I've ever read, uh, anything that I've ever thought is completely wrong and it's a conspiracy and I'm the village idiot. So if you'd like to get off the show, you know, because I am the village idiot, you know, I'd understand. But if you'd like to stay, you got to stay to the end. 
going to stay. Hmm? Oh, that's I... to me? I thought that was directed at the, the audience. Oh, no, no, that was directed to you. Oh, no, yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so here's the big event. This is what we came to talk about. That um, through, throughout your life, that it, uh, the direction that you were going to go was pretty clear early on that you were going to pursue the arts. And that uh, you sing, you act, you dance. And it seems like the dance is starting to be the focus of what you want to do. Is that that's correct? Okay. And uh, so uh, anything that you want to say right off the top about, you know, pursuing uh, dance and choreography? Yeah. So um, I've been taking um, dance classes since I was five. Um, I've always loved it. It's always been modern contemporary. Um, but two years ago over the summer, I did, um, I did a production of Rent. And I just like something about that production, how we were so involved with the dancing, it made me really start thinking about choreography. And then that same year, um, I got involved with the choreography classes at my studio. And that just really kind of like set it in stone for me. So since then, I've started taking ballet, tap, jazz and the choreography class, too. And okay. like, I just I just love choreographing. It's just like, I feel like that's what I meant to do. OK. All right. And you sound pretty definite about that. Yeah. Well, that's. And um, is that a good feeling? Yeah, yeah. Because I always knew I wanted to do something with, like, musical theater and, like, the performing arts. But, like, to know exactly what I want to go into is, like, it's just, like, great to know. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you because, you know, I I, I loved all of theater and I, I really didn't go into any of it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, perhaps the Lord, uh, well, the Lord wanted me to be a pastor. So, um, so that, that, that's fantastic. And, um, so could you, uh, tell, uh, the listeners, the watchers about your dance company? <laughs> I'm not sure if I could call it quite a company, but, um, so, um, <laughs> last year I kind of had the idea, like, we do these wonderful dances in my choreography class, but they're only performed like once a year and it's a group effort to choreograph them. So it was like, like, and I was choreographing all of these dances in my free time and I had just nowhere to show them. So I got together with one of my friends from dance class and we uh, started Upstate Youth Choreographer Showcase. Um, say that again slower. Upstate Youth Choreographer Showcase. Okay. Which, as the acronym, we call it UKES, which is unprofessional, but it's fun to say. Um, <laughs> so, um, we put on a show at like, um, our local theater over the summer and it was like a bunch of different styles. We had 14 dancers from different studios and eight choreographers. Oh, nice. And I, I was there and it wasn't just the local theater, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it was the major theater in town Yeah, and Proctor's in Schenectady. And for those that aren't familiar with Proctor's, the main stage, uh, well, actually, uh, you know, I'm just going to brag on uh, Proctor's a little bit. 
uh, the Proctors was a, uh, an old vaudeville theater in Schenectady. And, um, you know, in, in the 70s, 80s, you know, it was pretty run down. But, you know, they were still having shows. And, um, you know, there, there was just a lot of love from the community and people that really cared about the theater, that ran the theater. Um, I remember um, uh, Mr. Madden. He was a mayor of the village of Scotia at one point, ran Proctor's, and he was uh, one of the guys that was responsible for getting the restoration going. And um, right now it's um, uh, Philip Morris. Is that his, That's his name. Yeah. Um, and there's been other directors. I don't know their names offhand, but, um, you know, what was uh, <clears throat> kind of a struggle to, to get it restored is now, uh, you know, just a, a, a mainstay, uh, an anchor for downtown. Um, the, the stage had been, the main stage had been redone, so uh, Broadway shows could come and go. They could accommodate the big, the big shows. And then uh, they built the GE Theater, and it's, uh, I guess you would kind of, kind of a black box theater. Yeah. Um and uh, the reason why I said kind of is because I don't know if you can move the seating. I would love to see them rearrange the seating in the round. You know, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, so that's where you did it. Your show is in the black box theater, and the major a major theater in the capital district of New York State. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a proud uncle for a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um so you did this showcase and how did that feel it was like the best feeling ever because i started thinking about it like last november um and then it wasn't until august so like so much planning went into it and there were so many times when like we didn't think it was going to be able to happen so like, like i remember like while i was bowing i just started like sobbing and i'm not like a crier either so like, and then we all like hugged and it was just it was such a like close-knit community too oh, so it was nice. just it was just an amazing experience yeah and uh i mean the dancing was uh exceptional you know and um uh so i have now the the video that i have yep yeah, uh the upstate youth choreographer showcase uh we'll show some of that Yeah. 
Spencer. Uh, Spencer was in every one of those numbers. Um, and um, so I had some questions about choreography that came up during the night that I saw uh, your performance. And um, and I'm coming from the, the, uh, the point of view as from a theater director. Like there, there are certain there are certain uh, uh, positions on the stage that are stronger and weaker mm-hmm. uh, in, in in a play, like uh, 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 downstage uh, right is a very very strong position. You know, downstage center is a very strong position. Uh, downstage left is is strong, but not as strong as downstage right. Mm-hmm. And um, like when you're looking at the weaker positions, uh, you know that would be uh, upstage, left, center, and right. And um, do 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 those kind of uh, rule rules apply in choreography? And the reason I asked is I noticed that some of the um, the dances that a line of people would end up in the on the back of the stage, and I'd kind of hoped that they had been were at least down in center, mm-hmm. just from my just from my theater experience. Yeah, for me, um, I don't. This isn't like a rule, but for me, when I'm like thinking of choreographing, I think of it as like like upstage kind of feels like more. For like internal moments of the dance. Okay. All right. While downstage is usually where I put things that more connect with the audience and are like external. So okay. like I feel like those lines there was the line in at the end of Bygone Days, which is the one in the green pants, and at the end of the flashlight dance. And I put both of those in the back because it felt like moments that were like had a lot of internal emotion and less like lex like external stuff going on. Okay. All right. And um so when when uh, if do you mind uh, like maybe just giving people uh, an idea of your process? You know, you do you hear a piece of music and then want to write a dance, or you have a dance in your mind and find a piece of music? So it like depends on it depends really. Like for the bygone days, the one with the the green pants. Um, for that one, I was like, I really wanted to do like more of like a simple like musical theater inspired contemporary piece about like the experience of being a theater kid and kind of like how you get really close with your castmates and then like suddenly it's over and like how you have to like work to keep the friendships like alive so and the music came later i was really looking for a piece and like Mm. i love the musical that that song is from so then i just found a karaoke track of it which is kind of funny that's like a karaoke track but um and then for the flashlight dance I was writing the piece of music and then the dance came after the music. Um, so yeah, it really, it really depends. Like there, I have a whole playlist of songs I want to dance to. Okay. All right. And so it, it, it sounds like uh, a lot of it is that you want to tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And uh, do, do you like the creation process? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, because when you know when I'm when I'm doing things, um, you know, I use a lot of my theater experience at the church. Um, I like the creative process. Um, I just don't like implementing it a lot of the time. <laughs> I get that. Um, yeah. The hardest part for me is I love like improving a dance and then like kind of like developing it from there. But I struggle so much with writing it down. Like one time I forgot my notebook at home and I was already at the studio. So I had my mom take like pictures of it and send it to me. And she was like, what is this? Because it's just like it's jumbled. Things are crossed out. And that part I find really stressful. Just like getting it on the page. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And and how do you how do you do are you drawing diagrams or writing notes or um usually for like a group dance I give everyone like a number and I draw like what the formation is but mm -hmm. then like I I use counts some choreographers don't use counts which good for them but I cannot handle that so I write down like how many counts each like thing takes okay all right yeah it's like uh you know I, when i was watching her performance i was thinking you know in terms of of directing a play and um you know it's interesting you know the, how you get people from one uh end of the stage and one location to the next yeah you know it uh it really takes some talent and and you know because ultimately the picture that you're creating for the audience is the most important yeah yeah. I used to the director that taught us in in uh SUNY Cortland. Uh I was talking to a friend of mine about it and he reminded me like how talented he was and that you know that his blocking just went from uh you know a beautiful staged picture to the next beautifully staged picture. Mm -hmm. Like every you know Every cross, every, you know, uh, every move of people resulted in the next beautiful stage picture. That's you awesome. know, he's very talented that way. You know, and then to create the emotion and uh, the pictures that all you created during that performance uh, uh, was commendable. So, um, so what's next for you? <laughs> I do have a, well, we're doing a, uh, Ukes is doing a, uh, a sh solo showcase, uh, in January, which we're calling snow lows. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I got that coming up. Um, and then I actually do have two projects that might be coming up like in the springtime, but like, it's like very iffy right now. So like, I don't want to like get my hopes up, but I might have two really cool opportunities coming up and then. I got to start thinking about choreography for the summer showcase again. Okay. And that's in August. Yes. Okay. And that's the upstate youth choreographers showcase. And you're on Instagram. Yes. And how do people find you on Instagram? Um, it's upstate underscore YCS. YCS upstate underscore YCS. Okay. And so, um, I, I just have a couple other videos here. And um, at first I was going to say that this was you, but I, I'm not going to do that. Okay. But um, <laughs> did you ever do anything like this as a dancer? 
Did you ever run off the stage? No, I have. I have never run off the stage. No. Okay. <laughs> she came back. <laughs> so, did you ever run off the stage after coming back? Running off the stage? No. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did you ever run off the stage after running off the stage, coming back, then running off the stage, then running across the stage and exiting opposite of where you originally ran off the stage? Not that I recall, no. No? Okay. All right. <laughs> Did your dance instructor ever carry you from the wings of the stage to the center of the stage? Nope. No? Okay. <laughs> Did you ever have the assistant teacher Move your arms and make you dance. No. No, okay. All right. Well, your track record's pretty good. I thank you. <laughs> so I thought um, maybe we would take a look at this dance troupe here. Oh, no. uh, this is um, titled The Worst Dance Troupe Ever. They look and, like kids, though. That's so mean. And Well, I'll just get your critique. Uh... Well, you know, the people down here at the bottom of the screen aren't even watching. And the other one, the one woman was puffing on a cigarette. Oh my god! So, what do you think of this dance troupe? Honestly, I don't think it's that bad. I think they just needed more rehearsals, and like the choreographer should have been clearer too, because you can see that they're like some of the kicking at different times. Like it doesn't look like they're lagging. It looks like the choreographer wasn't clear, and like I don't know. It didn't. It, it's not, it's not that bad, and they're they look like they're kids. I feel bad. They shouldn't be labeled <laughs> like that. Because what if they try to get a career and, like, you look them up and it says worst dance troupe ever? Well, it's so sad. You're, you're absolutely right. Thank you. And, and I, I've, I've got to say that your generation is much kinder than mine. Yeah, I know I was supposed to laugh at it. I'm sorry. I just couldn't. Well, I know. No, but no. I, I, I was interviewing you and we, and we got to see you and how you operate. Yeah. So, um, well, is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, not that I can think of, no. Okay. So uh, we end the episode the same way every time with a prayer. So let us pray. 
So, Father God, I ask that you continue to watch over Spencer and that, God, that you direct her in the way that you want her to go to reach her goals and that, God, I have a feeling that she's going to do great things. So, Lord, I ask that you protect her, that you guide her, and that you give her wisdom. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>